0: It's a Thursday, and we have a, uh, one of our favorite segments this morning here at JM and the AM. That's when we get to explore one of the uh, great kosher wineries from around the world. One of the good things about the era that we're in now is that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of great kosher wineries around the world, as opposed to when JM the AM started, when there were only a handful. And because of that voluminous uh, collection of wineries, we get an opportunity to spend as much time as we want talking about great kosher wines, Uh, from different parts of the globe. And uh, Kobe Zaken is here this morning. Uh, He reminded me this morning just how long we know each other. He's the vice president of wine sales in the metropolitan region for Royal Wine. Kobe, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning. Great to have you here. You are now added officially to the array of royal representatives who accompany great winery experts into our studio. So it's good to have you here.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And you've brought along David Cohen and David Cohen's family uh, is synonymous with LV Wines. Many of you may have seen and uh, and have purchased and have had on your table LV Wines, E-L-V-I. And David's a second generation uh, winemaker in the Cohen-Alita family, owners of LV Wines. And the, his parents started 20 years ago to produce wine in Spain. And they have built up this amazing kosher wine company to where it is today. And David Cohen, welcome to JM in the AM.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: Do you live in Spain?
1: I do, in Barcelona.
0: And, um, uh, you know, it, it's funny because there are so many different regions around the world that are featuring kosher wine. What is unique about making wine in the country of Spain?
1: So f- for us, it's it's really important. It's really nice because me as a, a Sephardic family, my, my family is Moroccan. Uh, for us, being able to go back to the land where we are from, and they, they kicked us out, Us uh, they did as for my family, as they did for many people. As a matter of fact, we're the first Jewish family to produce kosher wine in Spain since the expulsion in 1492. That's a long time ago. So that's really special for us. Uh, we're the only kosher winery in Spain, So, and one of the only three in Europe. There's two in Italy and us. And for us, it's very important and very moving to go back to the roots of where our, where our ancestors were and go back to make wine.
0: So literally, there were no kosher winemakers in Spain for hundreds of years.
1: Yes, they you, were not. And
0: your family comes back, and and as I said in your bio, about twenty years ago, starts producing kosher wine.
1: Yeah, uh, as as you said, I'm the second generation. Right. My parents started twenty years ago. My dad was born in Morocco in Casablanca, went to Israel to study um, agriculture engineering, got his PhD there. And Be- because your family has a history in
0: winemaking, or he started no, not this, not at he all. He started this from scratch.
1: <laughs> yes, and came to Spain. He was a consultant for a long time for big wineries in Spain, non-kosher, right. just in the agricultural part. Right. And he's very good in all this stress management, water management, and plants. He met my mom. She's the, she's actually the, the chief winemaker mm. of all the different wineries we have in Spain. We're in six different regions in Spain producing wine. Wow. And for us, it's really important. And he does all the scientific part in the field, and my mom does the, all the wine part inside the winery. So,
0: what, what is it about this wine bug that certain people get, and they need to go to a school to to discover how to do all this, I mean, it, it, isn't it amazing when you see people like your parents just completely get enveloped by this industry?
1: It it, it is crazy for me. Uh, uh, so now I'm I'm very young, but since I've been <laughs> uh, since I've been since I was born, I always had wine growing around, yeah. r- running around the vines, having a wine glass in my table. Even if it was just smelling, then taking a sip, then mm-hmm. eventually drinking. An age that the drinking age is, is before than here, so that was before uh, at eighteen. So, and for me, it's something that has been inside of me forever. And now I have my little sister, which she's studying winemaking. I study I study business, and I do that part of the of the of the house business. But she is studying winemaking, so it's great. The passion in the wine
0: industry is remarkable to watch. I mean, for outsiders like myself, it's incredible to see people. And, and like I said, we speak to plenty of people who are. You know, responsible for great kosher wines. It's amazing to see just how passionate they are about the industry.
1: It is really something that uh, you we, we always have to be very thankful of. For us, our, um, our wine, our family wine that we say is uh, the Clomasora, which is, we don't even sign it as LV Wine. We sign it as Family Cohen alera. You know, in Spain, we keep both last names. Mm. I, I have my two last names. And mesora means comes from Hebrew masoret, which means right. transmission. And for us, always the important thing is always to remind that nothing comes for granted, and the the earth is there. God wants to give us what he wants to gives us. If we you have a great year working the field, then at some point something happens right before harvest, you lose the whole year. So it's always remembering this, being humble and being uh, ready to what God is ready to give us. The nature. And just being there to try and play the game and have as much fun as you want. When
0: you are completely dependent on what God provides, which you guys are, it, it gives you a perspective about faith, to say the least. David Cohen's here. We're talking about LV Wines. Are the grapes very different in the six regions? Are they very different
1: in the six yes. regions of Spain? So, us as a as a wine company from Spain, and we're in six different regions of Spain, one of in the six most well-known regions in Spain for wine. What we try to do is always lo- work with local varieties. For us, there are great cabs in the world. It makes no sense no. For, for us to have to make a cab in Spain. Because it, it, it's not what it what it's supposed mm. to be. We make what we try to do is make great tempranillos, make great uh, garnachas, uh, carignanas, uh, and work with local varieties, and try to have the special variety of each region where we are in the six different regions, and make it with the local grapes. So that's why LV,
0: frankly, will have varieties that nobody else will have. Yes. For because they, you are
1: concentrating on what's really Spanish, on what's really available in Spain. Exactly. We even have a wine, a white wine called Invita, which soon will be called the Arenza Blanco, that we use a grape called Panza Blanca, which <laughs> means white stomach, maybe the literal translation would be, because it's a rounded, very white grape that the Romans used to use a long time ago. And now, in the kosher world, for sure, we're the only uh, wine, it's the only wine that has it. In the non-kosher world, not many. The Romans used it at the time because they did the red wine in Italy. It was great. They were not so happy with the white, so they came to close to Barcelona. Now it's, an, it's half an hour from Barcelona before it was delivered further, but it's close to the sea. And they used Panza Blanca, and then with that white wine, they took it back to it. And now we're, for example, reinstating. So with things such as like this, we have fun. Have you heard from non-Jewish connoisseurs who've tasted that wine? Yeah, sure, and uh, they're and they're into it. That wine, for example, in Spain, for us, you know, Spain is very big into right. uh, having uh, um, restaurants mm-hmm. uh, three Michelin stars, non kosher, mm-hmm. and and uh, they want good wine with it. That wine, for example, the Invita is in. Three kosher restaurants in uh, in three restaurants in Spain, non-kosher with three Michelin stars on the top of the world, and the wine is kosher because everything we do is kosher. But they don't know; they don't need to know. As we say, the wine has to happen to be kosher. Understood.
0: All right. What is your role in the company, David? What is your because you're now in New York? You know, yes. Most of (laughs) what most of the action is happening in Spain, and you're here now. So, what is your role in the company?
1: So, my role is the export manager. So, half of my time, I. Travel and I work as when I'm around. I work as a brand ambassador, being here in New York, being a, a big market, going around. We're in over 30 countries in the world. Wow! So for for me, most of 50% of my time is traveling around to work the market here with uh, the great representation of LA, which is Royal Wine here in, in the, in the has, states. How long has have you and Royal have had a relationship? How long has it been? For of course they started with my with my parents, but it was wow, so. It's, it's a long time it's already. It's been a long time. Six or seven. Oh, we're talking about a big stretch of time. Yeah, and we're we're very happy in the states. where we're doing a great job, and we're we're I we're happy to do this. And uh, so my job is going around, and when I'm in Spain, of course, uh, contact different markets, right. but always be ready if I have to put on my boots and go to the field <laughs> to do something. Then that's the fun part. You're, you have to study for all <laughs> for all those roles. Um.
0: So obviously, all the and I'm asking Kobe now all the wines we're discussing this morning are available at all the retailers uh, that, we and, that we typically that we typically recommend right in the
1: metro area it's and all there available
0: yeah right okay so we're talking about a long-time relationship with Royal all right uh, so let's talk about some of the bottles that are in front of us I mean uh, I I I noticed that the name LV I believe does appear somewhere on all of these right but not not necessarily exactly. are they
1: known as LV explain what's going on here so LV let's say it's like the umbrella on top of everything it's a. and why is it called LV? company LV uh, l comes from, ah, Hashem. from Hashem, and V means wine in Catalan, which is also our tradition where where, where we're based. Nice. And, well, wine, so L, LV wines. Uh, I get that, that question a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. So <laughs> the how it works is LV is the umbrella of right. all the different regions where we are, the six different regions, but one of them, actually our, uh, let's say, it's our also personal baby because it's in the only wine like we as a family participate in every single step of the process from harvesting till being all the way here in New York with you talking about the wine. It's the Clomasora. That that's, does not have the LV brand. It's, it has Family Coen Aleta, which is my family name. But it is available here. Is available. Of course.
0: And again, it's. I guess we'd pronounce it Closmosora, C L O S. Mosura, that's the one that you're referring to right now. Yeah, and the current vintage that's available now in
1: this area would be what year? Uh, fifteen, but soon we will switch to the sixteen. How, so. is, how is the fifteen? Does it rate well? The fifteen has a great potential, but with the Clomasora we always have the same problem. We always sell it too young, and Royal knows this. We know this. The thing is, we cannot keep older vintages of this because we only produce five, six thousand bottles of this. Everything and is handmade. Want it. And we do not want to grow because we right. want to keep the control. In this wine, we don't want to grow because we want to keep the control handmade of everything. We grow in the other on the other brands and numbers, but here we have to keep this for us being able to control every step of the process. So the 15 has a great potential, but this wine can eat for 20, 25 years. Amazing. And so...
0: I, the, the most important part, you know the the quote unquote is it available? Is the fifteen still around, or do we have to wait till sixteen? 15, fifteen is still around, so retailers have it, and they could ask for yes. closed Misora. And
1: you might even find some <coughs> retailers that have some of the older vintages. Out oh there. yeah,
0: that they've saved and that they and, and that they're willing to part with. <laughs> if you find them, my my you know, my huh? advice is let me know, and so, <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll go and pick them up. I can understand <laughs> that. What else do we have in front of us here? So apart, we are in. We, have, we brought a little bit of different regions. We have a Clomesora, which is Monsan. Right. Then we have uh, some wines from Rioja, the brand Erenza brand. Rioja is probably the most well-known region for wine in Spain. And you will see the name LV on it, so don't panic, everybody. As... <laughs> exactly. El, um, Rioja is like the Bordeaux of Spain. It's the most well-known region. When we talk about wine in Spain, Rioja is the first word that comes to mind. And we have here a Young Rioja and a Crianza. We also have a Reserva that we didn't bring today because too many wines. <laughs> then we are, then we switched to the region of La Mancha with the Vina Encina, where the Viñesina we have a white, red, and a rosé. Today we brought the red, and then today we brought the sangria, which yeah. is a- always fun. And
0: I never realized that this sangria, which does not have the name LP on it, unless it's somewhere on that label and I don't realize no, it. No, it doesn't. That the, I have had this sangria. I mentioned this too before the show, and I saw the bottle. And you call it Sintonia, and is that a region? What is that?
1: Sintonia means symphony in oh, Spanish. Okay. So uh, it's a it's a name it's a, it's fun so now we so it's a reference to the, the exactly type of feeling
0: people will have when they drink this sangria exactly and is you know there are not a lot of kosher sangrias out there 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 are a handful right there are a handful of of, of kosher sangrias I think it deserves a lot more attention in general the whole sangria line across the board so I think there's some they just I mean again people accuse me of liking the sweet stuff but I think it just it it, it just tastes great. Um, and you are actually, you showed this to me before the show began, you're actually changing the label and bottle, and people will see this sangria in a different form, frankly, in what appeared to me as a real nice upgrade.
1: Real nice. So the sangria as a product is great, and right now we have this label, which was nice to have uh, to have the, the product introduced, and we're happy, but we have invested this year a whole year thinking in the new uh, in the new uh, project, and we're very happy. We're launching also a white sangria, which is also going to be fun. Which I
0: didn't even realize there can be a white
1: sangria, but we're looking forward to it. There can, <laughs> and, and as, you, as you said, there's not many sangrias. Yeah, exactly. and, and there are even sangrias. The sangria, actually, it's, it's a Spanish thing. So there are sangrias that are produced around the world, but actually... The sangrias come from spain where right. where sangria is right. so same thing we said before the, with, real, the real real deal with wines not doing a cab in spain doesn't right. make sense or me making again prosecco would not make sense well sangria same thing but the opposite
0: now some of them some of the sangrias in the kosher market are not are not even hagafen, right some some of them don't make kiddish on this one i think you do though i think this one is a real Kiddish wine. You could use this and, and not have any problem with it.
1: At home, we always do Kiddush with this one because having the silver cup always with a good wine sometimes it's a, a little bit of a trouble. <laughs> so we do Sangria Kiddush then we take out the other wines which is great, but Sangria, it's it's, it's a Kiddush wine. Well,
0: I use Sangria for Kiddush for other reasons but, yeah. I, but I'm also <laughs>
1: doing what you're doing.
0: David Cohen's here. It's LV Wines everybody. Uh, you can check them out at your retailer. Uh, are these, Kobe, the typical, I don't know, five, six... Bottles and varieties <laughs> that are in the retail stores? Are there a lot more that are not oh, here today? Yeah, like what's... There are a lot more. Oh, there are a lot more. Uh, yeah. Interesting.
1: Uh, you also have one thing that he didn't mention is yeah. the uh, Cava Brut, which is a spectacular white sparkling. And you'll see the name LV on it? Yes. Which, uh, so there are a lot of choices out there. A lot there. of choices out there. Uh, you also have the L26, yeah. which <laughs> is a wonderful wine that uh, can age. We talked about the Clos Massor. Right. That can age for over 20 years, that as well. And it is... Um, yeah, and one thing I would like to definitely talk to you about sure. is uh, mentioned is the Clousmosora label. It's very yeah, it's unique. beautiful. Um, and I think David should definitely. Talk David, about what's that the story with that, the you know, label on this one? Story, so w- with the story, uh, if if I have a lot of people that that tell to me like, oh, I I bought the Clousmosora, I have it, and I keep the bottle because the label
0: <laughs> it looks too beautiful to throw away. It yeah. is. It is very
1: nice, and this is totally on my mom, which she is. Uh, she she made this uh, totally, which is great and for for this i get a lot like asked um, of course we know not, we do not only sell to the kosher market so we got a lot of visitors in the in our winery and people come to me and say oh what is the clomasora label say it's it's a peacock tail I say okay yes i have people oh,
0: actually, I, I had so. people
1: from from asia that came and uh, from from japan and said oh this is a mandala <laughs> which uh, you know this is with sand and then when they finish they they just blow it up because uh, as the, um, the time passes right. as, it, it can look as a mandala it's true but actually, and people say from Catholic tradition too, they come to us and say, "Oh, this is the the vitro, you know, the the on on the churches the with the colors that, mm-hmm. and and the, the glasses there they have." But actually, this is if you go and turn around the bottle, this as in the Sephardic tradition, which is which is mine, especially Moroccan, uh, has a this is a necklace. That before the wedding, there's a party called the henna. Yeah, sure. That we've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot of fun. So uh, I have a lot of fun always there. And it's if you turn it around, it's the necklace that has been in my family for a long time that the bride uses in the in the henna. So this is the, the necklace. No wonder nobody wants to throw it out. It's beautiful and it has real significance to a lot of and people. And inside, the real deal is that inside, we there's a hidden pasuk inside the bottle. And here, if you go, you turn around, every two years we try to change it. And we have a new basuk, and people sometimes buy the bottle, the vintages, just to look for the new one. They take a magnifying glass and they find it. Yeah, you need to take a or you can take a picture with your phone and, right. zo- and zoom it.
0: Interesting, uh, and that's the Klaus Misora, and anybody who sees it will know exactly what David is referring to because yes. it's a beautiful label. Um, and you can check that out, and of course check out the basuk. Where do you live in Spain?
1: What city? In Barcelona, you say. In Barcelona. Is there a
0: large Jewish community there?
1: So no, but the thing is, we have a lot of st- things going on. We have a. F- 5,000 more or less people, Jewish people in Barcelona, so it's not much. But what we do have is a lot of tourists. For example, mm-hmm. we have over half a million Israelis that visit us every year. Half a million of a country of 8 million, that's a lot. Right. Just come to Barcelona, mostly because of soccer. Right. They come to see football club it's Barcelona. one of the most popular teams in Europe. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm a personal fan of I football club sure Barcelona. I'm sure you are, yeah. <laughs> Big fan. And they come for soccer, and then... So when Real on. Madrid plays Barcelona... Oh, that's uh, Barcelona. It's, it's, it's war, right? Yeah, it's a soccer war. It's a soccer say. war. Exactly. Always <laughs> inside sports, but it's uh, and it's fun. But Barcelona is that day stops. Is Madrid a much larger Jewish community? Not much larger, but yes, it's larger. So, what's the largest Jewish community
0: in Spain? Uh, Madrid, Madrid. It would be Madrid. Madrid for sure. And Barcelona's not that far behind. You're saying
1: no. Madrid will be like seven or eight thousand. Right. Barcelona's like five. But as as we said, we have a lot of tourists coming on. So for us, it's really nice because we have um four kosher restaurants well three restaurants and like a, a more one like a bar and for us it's a lot Yeah, I can. Imagine. having eight kosher places where you can eat it, sure. four kosher places where you can eat for us it's it's great it's a lot we have five different shuls and for us that's a lot even if we're a small community yeah, there's perfect. a lot of things going on mostly because of tourism understood uh,
0: check it out everybody in your retail outlets you'll find a lot of wines under the name LV Wines the sangria is Sintonia on the new label it'll also be called Sintonia yes and, uh, and now we know where it comes from. It comes from Spain, and it comes from uh, the great people of the uh, Cohen family um, at LV Wines. And I assume that if people want more information, they could check out your website, etc. Of course, our website, or social media... And everything. all the info is there. Yeah. And you've had a chance, I'm sure, to speak to some of the retailers in this area during your visit.
1: Yes, yes. Well, it's not my first visit. Uh, this time is the third time this, this year already. Nice. So, uh And I mentioned we'll it because if people schmooze a little bit with their retailer, they'll know everything about the bottles you brought in this morning. Exactly. I'm sure their retailer can help them. Uh, most of the retailers know about LV, and I'm sure they, right. they can help them and to, to find the wines around.
0: Well, I thank you very much for being here. Thank you for inviting And our best regards to everybody in Spain. Uh, David Cohen, who's here with LV Wines, and a big thank you to Kobe Zaken, who is the vice president of wine sales for the Metropolitan Region, New York, New Jersey, for Royal Wines. And, Kobe, I thank you for being thank here. Anything else you'd nice like to add? Or just everybody out there go and buy you great buy wines wine? like these, huh? Oh. Simple as that. No. Actually, for no. Hanukkah, the sangria would be perfect, perfect. right? Perfect. Yeah. Am I right? That with a delicious jelly donut, a sangria would be a perfect no, it glass?
1: Would, it wouldn't hurt <laughs> to try LV Sangria at their shops <laughs> as right.
0: your uh, host. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I actually like making kiddish on, it and it's really delicious. And I thank both of you very much. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM.